0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Nobody pray for
1: me.
2: Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this yeah. is yeah. Out of Bounds with Wes Moore and Joe Franklin on 103.7 The Buzz. i I down in this, you say with
1: my
3: like... The analyst, girl, I can buy a wealthy girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good, not you said that on my taste blood. I get way too busy. Won't you let me do the extras? Pull up
1: on your black and break it down. We
4: plan ten Yeah, certainly have to give LSU credit. Um, but we gotta get a lot better, Bob. I mean, you know, the the defending the three uh, has been a problem all year. You know, it's our job as coaches to get them to execute the game plan. You know, the game <laughs> We knew that they're a good three-point shooting team. You know, Baker having a career night, 9 of 11, 4 for 5. I mean, those numbers are hard to do when you're in a gym alone. You know, so his 25 points. And then, you know, Cook's been a starter for him. He comes in and and uh, goes 7-7 for the foul line. And, you know, so defensively, not good. Offensively, not good. You know, so hopefully we would be able to capitalize off our last two games. Obviously, we did not. You know, So, yeah, disappointed that we weren't able to capitalize from from what we have done the last 80 minutes of play and, and uh, you know, not a good game for us today.
2: That sums it up pretty well right there. Westmore, Joe Franklin with you. A miserable, nasty weekend, a lot of rain and a, a lot of bad play from the Razorbacks as they fall to LSU 95-74. And i got to tip my cap to Joe Franklin. He missed the game, but DVR'd it and went back and watched it. I mean, if I would have heard about the loss and saw the score, I don't know if I'd have gone back and watched that mess.
5: Well, it wasn't like I watched second for second. Now, I, I did uh, I, I was able to catch the beginning of it on Saturday, but probably like the first couple of minutes, that was about it. And uh, just going back to watch, just to kind of see how everything unfolded, everything fell apart after that under-16 timeout where – Arkansas started the game with a 2-0 lead. <laughs> LSU goes on a 10-0 run, and pretty much at that time, it's game over. You know, uh,
2: Arkansas scored first, and it stayed kind of 2-0 for a while, and I kept thinking, man, these are empty possessions. You need to build that. Get off to a good start. That's been the key to for this team. You go back, A&M game, big lead, held on, got the win. Missouri got off to a good start. Got the win. Even Kentucky got off to a good start against Kentucky and didn't win, but that was really the best game that they had played that they'd lost. And I thought they that's where it kind of started going downhill for them was when they could not add to that lead and get up and make it a nice little lead. Instead, it was LSU went on a 10-0 run, and it was 10-2, and then it just got worse and worse and worse. Uh, Coach touched on it, Will Baker. And that that was uh, a phenomenal performance from a guy that you're not expecting. 9 of 11 from the field, 4 of 5 from the three-point line. He had 25 points, uh, a career night for him. And uh, I texted Matt Moscona during the game. I was like, dude, you didn't tell us about the All-American for LSU, the potential number one overall pick in the NBA draft, Will Baker.
5: Where you been hiding this guy? <laughs> it's easy to shoot when you're wide open, too, though. And Coach Muss he commented about not defending the three. That's been a problem all season for this team. And Will Baker was able to step out and knock down some threes. He came into the game
2: shooting 29%. He's a guy, sometimes you get open looks because a team wants you to shoot it because you're not a very good shooter. He got the open looks, and he made them. I, I didn't have a problem with some open looks at the beginning of the game, but when he had the hot hand, Joe, there was one time he went baseline. He was posting up, and he, he did a follow. He did like a keen Dream Shake and did a little follow away 15-footer from the baseline. Oh, yeah. Falling out of bounds nothing but net when he took that shot i'm like okay yeah we want will baker taking that shot nothing but net i'm like okay give me give me a break this guy somebody starts screaming in his ear because he's still asleep right now this guy is dreaming he is on fire and and will baker from then on after getting a little confidence making those first couple ones that's when i thought okay you're gonna have to you're gonna have to guard him you know you can't keep playing that pick and roll and playing the drop coverage and not going out to will baker and they just did not adjust quick enough to the hot hand. And he,
5: he burned them all night long. And that's the problem when when you do have a player that gets hot. If uh, if if a player hits a couple of shots, even though, like you mentioned, you want that player to shoot, you want to give them open looks, at some point if the player starts scoring, you have to try to take it away. But Will Baker, to his credit, he used his size inside and mm-hmm. out. And especially outside when they're leaving them open and giving them those open looks. And we've seen that happen with Arkansas. It's been a problem all season. But we've seen bigs that step out and hit the three. And that's the way basketball is played these days. B.J. Mack for South Carolina. He, he went
2: into the game shooting in the twenties, 20s, 20-something percent because Josh Neighbors and I looked it up on the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC post-game show because B.J. Mack, had a huge game against Arkansas, knocking down threes. So we wanted – is he a good three-point shooter? And we looked it up, and that season he had not been a good three-point shooter. Now, in the past, he had been, and come to find out later on, he he's just been in kind of a slump, but he's played very well since the Arkansas game. But it's just – it's, I, and we'll get Joe Klein in here later in the third hour to talk with him about this, but to me, Arkansas has got to change up the pick-and-roll defense what they do and one of the things that joe says they do the same coverage the same defense on the pick and roll time after time after time and he's like he he believes they need to change it up so the team doesn't know what's coming do something a little different so it's not obvious you're going to play drop coverage you're going to make sure that guard doesn't beat you to the basket and the guy who who uh, is the picker He's just popping. He's just sticking out there and making the shot, and they know it's going to be wide open. So they plan on that when they play Arkansas. And no, you get the screen. Instead of rolling to the
5: basket, stop there. They're not going to guard you. You're going to have a wide open shot. Well, what have we said about a couple of these guys and Will Baker and B.J. Mack that going into the game, they weren't good three-point shooters, but Arkansas is the reason that they look like good three-point shooters and maybe that is something that gives them confidence to go from here through the rest of the season, knowing they can make those shots. But when you're wide open and you have those shots, that's why players put in the work in practice and in the gym to be able to knock down those shots, and they're taking advantage of it. We'll take some of your phone calls in this first segment,
2: 661-1037. We have L. Ellis coming up at the bottom of the hour. We have an hour number two, Lance Gassaway, the owner, or one of the owners, of Mystic Dan. That's the horse that won the Southwest Stakes, and uh, I tell you what, Lance has been a friend of the zone. He's been in a couple of times, and uh, man, he is so excited, and I would be too if I was a part owner of a horse that looks like we'll be running in the Kentucky Derby. Savage will start us off first today. Savage, welcome in to Out of Bounds.
5: What's going on? You know, Joe, you're spot on. I mean, Wes, me and you could hit threes against this team. There's not a scheme that they're running right now that's, I mean, it's just terrible basketball. I don't know what's up with battle. I mean, what, the disappearance of him in the second half. You know, I don't understand the scheme that they're running. Mus' is teaching them. He's telling them, I, I need you to play this. The pick and roll, Wes, you talk about that. It's every time. Mm-hmm. You're not even trying to slide through this thing, and you you know that it's coming,
4: and it's hard to watch. I mean, I know Mus is he's doing what he can, but Wes, I mean, talk about battle. And there's not a, what scheme could they run different to
5: make this team better defensively because they they won't zone and it, it's, it's laying its hat on you know man to man. I just don't see what this team's doing. I, I'll get off. And appreciate it that. You
2: bet, Savage. Yeah, he's frustrated. We're all frustrated. Yeah, there are several different ways to play the pick and roll. My favorite, what I like, is when they trap. When they trap the pick and roll, when the uh, you know you're you're guarding your guy that's doing the picking. Well, as soon as that guard comes, you jump out at him. Then the guard who's trailing is there, and you double team the guy. That to me puts pressure on the offense and maybe cause a turnover. It's an easy trap right there some teams will do that i've watched lsu did that against arkansas and what would happen the guard would then just kind of bounce outside and dribble towards half court and just throws everything out of you know it throws you out of your offense you got to try to move the ball quickly because really on that trap now you got four guys down underneath the basket or close to the basket being guarded by three so if you can get the ball out of the hands quickly out of that guy that's being trapped then you've got a little bit of an advantage but uh, it was very effective, and it can be very effective. That's one of my favorite ways of, of guarding it. You know, and Joe's talked about this before. Sometimes you got to fight through it. Sometimes you, you go over the screen. Sometimes you go underneath the screen. Sometimes you flash as the big guy and just kind of flash, then come back to your guy just to slow the guard down enough so that your defender, your teammate, can catch back up and, and play man-on-man defense again. So there are different ways of doing it. But to answer your question, I like it when they trap off of it.
5: Going under the screen probably would be the most effective. Um, when, whenever you go over the screen, you're probably going to lose the man and they're going to have wide open space. So going under it, you, you do have to change it, though. As play goes on, you have to defend it in different ways. But the best way probably to start it is to try to go under and, uh, and maybe cut some of that momentum off that a player may have.
2: Yeah. Uh, Coach Musselman
5: hates to go over the top.
2: I can just, from past games, and any time a player is trailing and goes over the top, and then he's still trailing, and the guy's cutting to the basket, that drives Musselman crazy. Um, Some teams will do it because you'll get your post guy to help off just a little bit to give your guy a chance to catch up or get in front, but they very rarely will play the trail position where they go over the top of the screen. Um, And and under, if you go under, the guy's a good shooter. He's just going to stop right there and shoot it. So that there's a, it's a good play. It's why everybody does it. There's just a better way to defend it than what Arkansas is doing right
5: now. It's always going to leave an open man, and that's the key to it. You, if if you're the team that's running it, you want to be able to get somebody open. Let's go to Brent in Cersei. What's up, Brent? What's up, Wes? What's up, Joe? Hey, Brent. I've got one thing to say about this basketball team. The season cannot end soon enough, and in my opinion, this team is uncoachable. Uncoachable. Coach Musselman and Coach Smart and the rest of the staff, they're beating their heads up against a brick wall because nothing they're doing, this this team is not listening. They're not taking what they learn in practice to the court, and that is unacceptable for a team.
2: That is unacceptable. Brent, thank you for the call. You know, I saw it for the first time. There was – second half, Coach Moselman during one of those runs, it was like he just sat back and was just catching his breath. <laughs> it was just like – I, I know he's frustrated, but you could just see the, – the, it, it wasn't frustration on his face. It, was, it wasn't I, – I don't want to make it appear like he didn't care, because he does care, but it was just like – it was almost like he's thinking, why Why should I get so mad and upset and, and all this stress on myself when it's the same thing over and over and over and over again? It was just this different look of him. It was almost to me like he came to the realization that they just realized finally
5: that they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. Well, there was a, a time during the game where he got after the refs, and when he, whenever he did... You could see the look on some of the players' faces where they kind of laughed. Ronnie Brewer laughed about what he had to say because Ronnie Brewer actually was having a conversation with the ref. And then Musk comes up and he's yelling and getting after the ref. And Ronnie Brewer kind of, you know, smiled, kind of laughed a bit. And then some of the players on the bench, because this was during a timeout, they were about to start talking about, you know, philosophy and what they were going to do, getting back on the court, maybe draw up some plays. And when they heard whatever he said to the ref, it made the players laugh, and then, except for Makai Mitchell, Makai Mitchell didn't laugh because he and Must had words earlier in the game, uh, yeah. and you could see that there was some frustration going back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, Coach uh, addressed that after
2: the game, and um, I think I thought it was because there was a time where it looked like Arkansas was making a little bit of a run uh, midway through the first half, at some point through the first half, and Makai came up with a loose ball and he went to pass it and they got they stole it right back LSU stole it right back and then I think Mackay ended up getting it back or getting the rebound and Arkansas goes down and scores so it, it was a frustrating moment and I get it but Mackay's playing so hard and doing good things out there and then it was like coach got all over him for the mistake and and I get it it's like I made a mistake okay but I also made up for it by you know doing this and this and this so Give me a little bit of a break. You know we're not perfect. Sometimes we do make a, a mistake, and it may be a boneheaded mistake, but it does happen.
5: Also, the way that Mackay has played over the past couple of games leading into that yeah. LSU game, you would want to kind of feed him a little bit and try to really get him involved in the game plan. And then for this game, it it just didn't happen the same way. Yeah, I mean he had a nice game. What was it like? Eight and ten, nine and
2: ten. Almost had another double double or. Maybe no, he didn't have as many rebounds as no, That's I, right. That was only like I 3 say or he four. Only had. Yeah, 3. Yeah. Um Graham is the one they were feeding. Uh they went to him a lot in the post, had some nice post moves and and coach Musselman discussed that after the game that basically that's what they are now. They're a team that's going to have to rely on some of their post players to get the scoring done because the guards aren't getting it done besides, you know, um, Tremont Mark. The rest it's it's a struggle. I mean, Savage was asking about Caleb Battle. These guys just go and and, and disappear, and then they lose their playing time. L. Ellis, we're going to hear from him in a minute. He didn't play. Second straight game, he didn't play. He played 30-something minutes against Kentucky, had a bad turnover in the second half at the end of the game that was part of
5: that 8-0 run. He hasn't been on the court since, Joe. That's a problem, though, for this team because they are so guard-heavy, and maybe that's the thinking that – you have so many guards, so you want to find that right combination. But if it, it, it has to change game to game. It can't be that these are the guys you're going to ride and really focus on through the season because it's matchup-based for a lot of these players. And they get frustrated in the fact that, like in L. Ellis, where he plays a lot of minutes against one team, and then you come back the next couple of games and he's not playing. So for players, that has to really get to them where they're like, you know, what can I do here? Am I am I doing the right things to get some time on the court? And if you do feel like you're contributing in a good way, then that could just go away with the next game that comes about. Saturday is when I realized how deep
2: in the doghouse he is. Because almost everybody was playing. Because they were looking, searching for something against LSU. And never got on the court. Not once. And so that's how far in the doghouse you got to be in a blowout. What was it, 27 at one point? And they are playing different guys, looking at different combinations. Not once did he get off the bench.
5: Well, at at that point, too, the game is over, you know, in a sense where you're not going to come back and win that game. But those are the type games, and we've seen Arkansas in plenty of them this year, those are the type games where you need to see who is going to give effort when they get on the court.
2: Like blocker, uh, like the minutes that he's getting and what he provides to the team. He's got to make his free throws. I uh, missed two front ends of one and ones. Got to, If you're going to be a guard and you're going to have the ball in your hands a lot, and you're going to be a guard that drives to the basket, aggressive, you got to you got to become a better free throw shooter. Uh, that's one of the things he's got to work on and improve. Now, like this week, because uh, if he's going to keep, continue to get playing time, that's just it's a, it's a turnover. You know, missing the front end of a one and one that's, that's the
5: same as a turnover. Uh, he's, he's a guy that does look for the teammates, though. Like mm-hmm. he's not he he drives to the basket every now and then, but when you see him get the ball, he's looking for the open guy. He wants to make the right pass and hit the open guy, the guy who's cutting, the guy who has some space. That's what he's looking to do when he has the ball in his hands.
2: And just uh, still just a, a bad shooting team. Uh, once again, from the three-point line, Arkansas struggled. They were three of 13. Thankfully, they only took 13. And, look, some of those came, you know, in the second half when you're down by 20 and you're like, we got to catch lightning in the bottom. We're going to have to hit a couple threes in a row. We've got to do something special here to go on a run. And they jacked up some threes that probably were ill-advised. Coach Musselman wasn't happy with 13 threes. He was like, we just beat Missouri and took six. You know, we were 4-6.
5: We need to be a team that forces the ball inside and gets to the the paint. Well, when you're behind in the game, sometimes you're going to have to have those threes. But you have to hit the shots. So if you don't hit the shots Mm -hmm. and the other team is still picking up twos on their end, even if they aren't hitting a bunch of threes, they're going to extend that lead. LSU shot better from the three-point line than Arkansas did from
2: the field. You're not going to win that game, ever. (laughs) When they shoot better from the three-point line percentage-wise than you do from the field, trying to shoot layups and dunks, you're not going to win the game. That uh, That was a bad one. Disappointing too, uh, because after playing eighty pretty good minutes against Kentucky and Missouri, I thought we'd see a better F eff- or a better. I thought the effort was there. I, I didn't think we had some people wondering if they've quit. I thought they were still trying hard, playing hard in the second half. Uh, they, they just weren't weren't very good. Honestly, they just weren't very good. Didn't play good defense, and the offense didn't score enough. Uh, I don't think LSU is a good. I, nothing's changed about LSU. Will Baker had a career night, and that kind of. That uh, swayed the numbers a little bit more than it should have been. But even if it Will Baker's not there, they were going to lose that game because Arkansas didn't play good enough against LSU. Um, this It's going to be a struggle unless something magically changes during this bye week. And, look, this is a good time not to play a game
5: this week. Whew, you know how hard those practices are going to be this week? They will be, but is it going to help what I don't know. we actually see when it comes to games? Because... We've heard about the practices being good, but the games haven't necessarily been good. So, is it going to make a difference? I was thinking about this this week, yeah, yesterday,
2: in fact. You know, when the football team has a bye, it's a chance for everybody to, to rest up. You know, to get their legs back, uh, to mentally, you know, escape a little bit. They give them some practices, days off. You know, besides not playing on Saturday, there's some time. And they, they'll play a lot of the, you know, freshmen and sophomores in practice and let the starters get a little, a little rest complete opposite for basketball. (laughs) They probably wish they were playing a game this week so they wouldn't have to practice so much. Uh, That's the schedule. I mean, they're going to practice today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then play on Saturday. They may... Joe, they may be worn out Saturday when they play Georgia. They may not have any legs left after what they go through this week. When we come back, L. Ellis will join us. We'll get his thoughts about the LSU, the, the week off, and what this team is still trying to do. Coming up in the second hour, we're going to hear from Lance Gassaway. He is one of the owners of Mystic Dan, the horse that won the Southwest Stakes at Oakland on Saturday. And then in hour number three, we'll talk more Razorback basketball with Joe Klein. That's what we got. Stick around. We're just getting started. This is Out of Bounds. Mm -hmm.
4: The Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to betsaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app.
6: This is SportsCenter.
1: Arkansas basketball lost to LSU ninety-five to seventy-four on Saturday to fall to two and seven in conference play and eleven and eleven on the season. Arkansas's next game will be on Saturday when they host Georgia at five p.m. Arkansas State beat Louisiana Monroe ninety-five to eighty behind senior guard Caleb Fields twenty-two points and thirteen assists. The Red Wolves will host the twenty and three Dukes of James Madison on Wednesday. Little Rock dominated Eastern Illinois on Saturday, beating them seventy-one to forty-seven behind freshman Jaywarden Crocker Johnson's eleven points, thirteen rebounds, and six assists. Widrock hosts UT. Martin at the Jack Stevens Center tomorrow. And Arkansas Pine Bluff beat Mississippi Valley State 83-77 to thanks in part to Kylan Milton's 19 points and 11 rebounds. Pine Bluff will host Prairie View at 7.30 tonight. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
4: If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed and you need to do something about it. Weed control and fertilization service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or even trying to do it yourself. 315-9395 or go online at SandersGround.com. Let's get growing. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of
7: energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician monitored self-inject at home testosterone treatments with an average payment of 150 bucks a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low-T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low-T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey!
0: Hey, Super Bowl week, yes, man! It
4: is tomorrow. We're gonna have Rick Schaefer on. He's been in the Super Bowl. We'll talk with Caleb Battle. We may talk with Caleb about football instead of basketball. Why not? Listen, it's all he'll he'll take his might fucking start over. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hey, hey! Roger!
0: Hey, it's Super Bowl week. Go Cowboys! Uh, tomorrow we'll have Rick
4: Schaefer on the show with us. Caleb oh. Battle. Yeah, we may talk sh- uh, football with Caleb. How
7: about we that? No play basketball. Family Feud.
0: Family
4: Feud tomorrow. Any new guests? You're gonna let us know about this year. It's coming. <laughs> Calling in all coaches. Summerwood Sports in Bryant. It's your go-to destination for basketball and volleyball tournaments, practices, and more. Conveniently located off Interstate 30, it's the premier sports complex in Central Arkansas. With up to four courts and two gyms, Summerwood Sports is perfect for training sessions, team practices, and even epic birthday parties. Check availability and learn more at SummerwoodSports.com. Elevate your game at Summerwood Sports.
7: This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Fantastic news! Due to weather conditions, the New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Take advantage of 3.99% interest on 22, 23, or 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Once again, the Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Get pre-approved online at Alcoa Community FCU org. It's just an acre for Serta Pro Painters. It's a company I've used for years for many projects, inside and outside over the years, and soon you'll be able to say the same and you'll be happy that you can. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time, but Serta Pro does. They'll walk you through the process, help you pick out exactly the right color of paint for whatever room you're trying to redo and they're going to leave behind a beautiful clean project you won't even know they were there other than the project being done and your wall's looking great. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated, so get them on the case as soon as possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's- Serta with a C.
1: Bubba Carpenter joins Justin Acree and DJ Williams in the zone every week this baseball season, presented by Johnson's Home Center in Benton. Johnson's Home Center, if they don't have it, you probably don't need it.
2: This is a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test.
4: Meatmarket.com. Hogs
2: Meat Market, the steak people. L. Ellis is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, motorcycle life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's head straight to the phone lines and bring in L. Ellis. No game this week, no bye, No midweek game. You guys have a bye. Is this a good time for the team to have a, maybe a, a day off to where you don't have to play in the middle of the week?
6: Yeah, I feel like it does. I mean, it gives us some time, you know, regroup, um, think about things, you know, um, have a little bit more time to practice, you know, prepare for another uh, opponent. So I feel like it's pretty good to have this little bye week.
2: How tough has this last week been for the team? You, you had the tough game against Kentucky, then you bounce back, beat Missouri, and then, of course, uh, the rough game on Saturday. How would you say that locker room is right now?
6: Um, I feel like the locker room is good, you know. Um, we, we're a bunch of older guys, and we understand that, you know, uh, ups and downs happen in college basketball. Um, and we're, right now we're you know, having a lot of ups and downs this season, and but we feel like it easy game, like, we're making steps. I feel like last game, uh, we took a little step back, but I feel like the Kentucky-Missouri game, I feel like those are big steps that uh, we took um, as a team. And I just feel like uh, the more games we play, like, the more we'll be connected, the more, you know, the chemistry will continue to grow. Um, it, just takes, it just takes one or two games to get on the roll. So.
2: That LSU game Saturday was crazy. I mean, you, you got Will Baker going off for a career high. Is that one of those where you kind of just tip your cap to them and they, they just made shots? They made a lot of good shots. Yeah,
6: uh, that's that's for sure. A time where uh, you got to tip your hat off to a guy. Um, he had a, an extremely good game. Um, he was ready to play from the tip. Um, he hit shot after shot after shot, you know. Um, and it was actually really good defense that was being played on him. Um, so some of the shots that he hit, like, you had to real with him, you know. Um, and he's a big time player, um, so it's not like we didn't expect that out of him.
2: How draining is this right now? What you guys are going through mentally—it's—it's got to be difficult.
6: Yeah, most definitely it is. Um, but you know, we got—I feel like we have a, a tough group of guys. You know, that really you know love the game, and um, I just feel like we just got to keep our heads, you know, and try to stay positive because this is a tough time. Um, But, you know, we just got to keep our head down and continue to work and figure it out.
2: Yeah, they say tough times don't last. Tough people do. Is that kind of what you're having to tell yourself right now?
6: Yeah, that's most definitely something that I've been living by uh, my whole life, you know. Uh, I've been through a lot of tough times before, so I just feel like, you know, those times don't last like people do. So I just got to continue to stay solid, you know, to stay positive and, you know, uh, keep a positive mindset through it all.
2: We've seen it. Throughout the season, with different players on this team uh, that have have been playing, then not playing, then they're back in the rotation uh, and getting more minutes. It, it's happened through several different guys throughout this season. Right now, it's happening to you. What What are you working on? What do you have to do to get back out there and get minutes?
6: You know, really, it's just you know, um, coaches trying to figure out those right guys that you know have on the floor. Um, and for me, like, I just, you know, just got to stay ready, you know, stay confident, continue to work on my game no matter what, um, and be positive, you know. And the best thing for me right now is just being a good teammate. Um, I feel like that goes a long way because um, when I was in this position, it was God that did it for me. So I feel like for me, it just have to be a good teammate, you know, just stay in the gym, um, just try to keep a smile on my face, honestly.
2: I did see that several times against LSU. Uh, they panned over at the bench, and you were there clapping, supporting your teammates, standing up, cheering, yelling at them. You know, encouraging things. Um, that, I think that shows a lot about you and and your makeup.
6: Yeah, most definitely. Um, I try to live by that. You know, just always trying to be a good person. You know, uh, if things are going good or bad for me, um, that's something that my parents taught me. Um, and it's just something I try to continue to uh, strive and do every day.
2: What's this week look like for you guys, schedule-wise, uh, practice-wise?
6: Yeah, we're going to be practicing all week. Um, we had an off day today, but I know Monday through Friday, we'll really get out through it. Um, have a lot of days that we live, you know. Uh, probably watch a lot of film as a group. Um, that's usually how our weeks go last time we had a bye.
2: What's the priority for this team? What What is it you guys are trying to accomplish the rest of the SEC season?
6: Uh, I would say, really, just trying to get on the run. Honestly, um, that's the main thing. Um, you just, you just gotta continue to stay solid. Like every game, like matters. At this point, every game matters. We have non-regular season games left, SEC games left, so every game matters. Um, we really gotta come out every game, you know, ready to play, ready to go. Honestly.
2: Did you feel like the team was close? Because on the outside of the Kentucky game, the Missouri game, a lot of people or some people were starting to think, here comes that run. They're about to turn things around and then LSU happened.
6: Yeah, I honestly did. I thought um after playing that that Kentucky game and Missouri game like we, we were gonna make a run. Um I feel like we had came together as a group, um, we were trying to play the right way, um, trying to play for each other. Um and I feel like Things just didn't go our way, but, you know, everything happens for a reason.
2: Are you looking forward to Saturday, the Georgia game, a home game?
6: Yeah, most definitely. Um, we played them before, um, so we know the players, you know, uh, we know the personnel really well. You know, uh, we're going to have a great game plan. Um, our staff does a great job with that. Um, we just got to come on ready and be ready to play. Um, we're going to have that advantage at Bud Water
2: yeah when i think back at that first georgia game sorry about that l I, I i remember georgia got out to a, a nice lead first half lead i think it was like a 10 point lead at the half and then the second half you guys would cut it down to like six five and then they'd make a little run get it back to 10 then back down to six what what do you remember from that game
6: yeah it was really it was really an up and down game you know um uh, we were just really trying to just get over the hump um uh, uh, they kept it around 6 or 7, like you said, um, and we just kept trying to fight back and fight back, but they hit big shots, um, and we couldn't just uh, get over that home. so I just feel like now we have to come out ready to play from the jump, you know, um, and I feel like we're going to do that.
2: You know, you think back to the games that you've won, uh, the A&M-Missouri game, you got off to a good start. You had a lead and, and was able to build on that lead. Even the Kentucky game, you yep. you got a good lead. You got a lead, held on to that lead till the very end. Why is it so important? What is it about the makeup of this team that you need the fast start?
6: Um, I feel like, I just feel like, you know, in this league, like, it's hard to, it's hard to you know, get back into a game, honestly. I will say that. Um, it's a really, really good group of teams, you know, in this league. And, you know, if you start good, like, um, that gives you that extra that extra confidence, you know. So I just feel like every game is, is best to, you know, you know try to uh, get out to a good start.
2: With no game on Tuesday or Wednesday, will you get a chance? Will you take advantage and watch other basketball games that night or other SEC games on Tuesday or Wednesday night since you're not playing?
6: Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I watch a lot of ball. You know, uh, that's really all I do, honestly.
2: <laughs> Maybe one day you you need to be a broadcaster and uh, take your talent to the uh, to the booth.
6: <laughs> I might, I might. You never know.
2: What is it you want to do after college?
6: Uh, I mean, of course, I want to play play for professionally. You know, whether that's overseas, G League, NBA, um, but me personally um i really haven't thought about it. i could get into coaching you know um it just always depends um i really haven't thought too much about it i do know that for right now i'm going to play basketball as long as i can
2: <laughs> well l i hope you have a great week it was good catching up with you uh take advantage of the bye week and uh hopefully saturday brings a uh, a victory for the razorbacks and we'll talk to you soon most definitely thank you l El. l El ellis joining thank us you. And big thanks to Matt Black Insurance for uh, sponsoring our weekly segments with L. Ellis. There you go. Maybe the week off will help this team.
5: Can't hurt, right?
2: Practice. I think a lot of practice. It'll probably help a little
5: bit. Yeah, we would hope. But um, haven't really seen signs to say that anything is going to help at this point. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. It's Super
2: Bowl week. Talk about something a little bit more uh, exciting. It's hard to talk about. It. I mean, the post game show was hard, uh, it, I, and I was like, "Man, a win this week." would if they'd have beaten LSU? All it just helps the week go by, and everybody's positive, feeling a little better about this team, maybe. But instead, it's not only a loss; it's a terrible loss, and it's like all week got to deal with it. Nothing positive to talk about
5: with yeah, the team. Yeah. Uh, good thing is they do play another game on Saturday, so they'll have a chance to bounce back. Can't get here soon enough. All right, let's talk NFL when we
2: come back. More of your phone calls. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds.
1: Our care clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that too. And no one is turned away. With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net
6: this
7: is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Arkansas, it's time for the big game. Sunday, February the 11th, with kickoff at 6.30 p.m. Sunday fun Day drink special start at 11 a.m. Best pub grub in the city, all-new Smash Burger lineup, over 10 different Wink sauces, and the fan favorite, skillet dips and nachos. Come watch on the legendary Brewskitron, plenty of TVs. Brewskies is where you want to be. Brewskis, your home for lunch, happy hour in the late night, now with two locations, downtown Little Rock and Lakewood Village, North Little Rock. Brewskis, pubandgrub.com. Hit us up online.
3: Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you.
0: ramp.com slash sports it's football time in Arkansas step up to the line of scrimmage each Tuesday during
7: drive time sports for scoop and score with me Kevin Bohannon I'll give you the latest news and information about anything football from high school to college in the natural state special thanks to the Wood family dealerships in Batesville for making this all happen
0: for well, over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a weather tech diamond dealer, 501-568-0040 or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI Smart Cap.
7: People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough and we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again, and the same thing happens. With your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back, we want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics.
2: 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501 222 8440 Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates parties or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. back out of bounds westmore joe franklin glad you're with us on this monday the sun is out just a nasty weekend tired of the rain ready for it to dry out get some sun weekend recap brought to you by fleet management services let matt and the guys over there take care of your needs great guys at fleet management watch a little bit of the kentucky tennessee game joe and so you did find
5: something else to do I did. The
2: you know, after the Razorback game was on, and I got back from walk-ons, I had the TV on, and I just had – I was doing – I did my taxes. Did a lot of stuff for my taxes. Um, and so the game was on, and, and I just kind of was watching this game, that game. But then I made sure to turn on the Tennessee-Kentucky game because I wanted to watch that. And watching that really opened my eyes – to what good basketball looks like and uh I, I realized how far off arkansas is watching tennessee and kentucky man it was a great environment and tennessee went in there and took it at kentucky tennessee is loaded i mean i know purdue's good yukon's number one Kentucky's got a good team. Tennessee is loaded. I mean, they got like four guys on that team that can go. They can get them points at any time. You know, and we're watching Arkansas, and it's like, well, if Jermon Mark doesn't score, then they're in trouble. Got Jalen Graham going a little bit, but, I mean, Tennessee's got Connect. I mean, that dude, uh, Vescavi, or Viz- what's, what's he go by, Vescovi now, or Vescovi. 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 Vescovi's still there? He's still there, and he's, he's not even like their go-to guy. He's like their number two or three option. The point guard's still there. You remember the one that tore his, hurt his knee against Arkansas last year? Oh, man, he can go. They're, they're loaded. Tennessee's good. Like, Tennessee is final for good. I know that Tennessee's got the reputation of, you know, flaming out first round, second round, not living up to their potential. I like this Tennessee team. I mean, they get after you defensively, they can rebound, and they got some scores. They got some players. I think Tennessee's
5: the best team in the SEC. They, the record would show that they are, and the ranking would show that they are. They're, uh, they're a team that, coming into the season, they were expected and had high expectations there to do some good things in the conference. And you have guys like Vescovy returning because of the opportunity that's there and, and the vision that's there for this team to do some things that are special. And that's why you see that you know, players like that, they'll go back to school. A chance to win,
2: you know. And connect wasn't even like they didn't know. I don't think they knew what they had. I don't think anybody knew what they had with connect. This guy's come in. He's putting up thirty burgers on everybody. I mean, he can just flat out score, and he can pass. I mean, he's not just a he. He he looks to get his his teammates involved. I, I liked I liked watching him. I liked watching that game. It was a good game, and but like I said, it was eye opening too. After watching some bad basketball. Earlier in the day, watching some good basketball was kind of refreshing, but it was a little depressing too, because I knew Arkansas used to have this, they don't have it now.
5: There were three top 10 matchups on Saturday, and uh, those were some of the games that we picked, the Houston-Kansas mm-hmm. game, uh, Tennessee-Kentucky, and then there was one more, um, but they were, all, they were all top 10, uh, UNC and Duke, that yeah. was the other one. Yeah. Top ten matchups. Those three games. I, think I went three and zero in those games. Oh, Wes, you killed it this week. Did so I? Um, I don't know of, about we this. We had eight. No, eight. you killed it because we had eight picks. You got six of eight, and you you went on the island for two. Uh huh. And you went two and zero oh in those. Wow. So that was the difference. Difference. I don't
2: know anything about hockey. I don't. I think I took the Americans. Was that what it was? Oh, uh, that, hockey, that uh,
5: hockey! it was Eastern West. Yeah, that's right.
2: I wanted the Southerners, and uh, it was the uh, the uh, Senior Bowl. I was like, oh, give me the Americans. I don't even know. I don't even know who won that game or the Pro Bowl. And I took the NFC because I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't know who won that either. They did.
5: Yeah, NFC. NFC did. NFC. The reason they won too, it was because of all the skills competitions. It wasn't the flag football game, but it was all the skills competitions. They won them all. Huh.
2: Well, a lot of good stuff this weekend. We made it through the weekend without, you know, any NFL action besides Pro Bowl, if you want to consider it that. Um, but some good basketball on TV. I even watched some of the Grammys last night. I uh, was doing some, still working on my taxes, and uh, I pulled up Twitter, and I saw Twitter blowing up about the Grammys. And uh, I guess it was the uh, Tracy Chapman got on there with the uh, old country boy, what's his name, Luke Mm Combs, and did the the duet, Fast uh, Car, Fast Car. And I was like, ah, shoot, I forgot about the Grammys. So I turned it on. We watched it, the rest of it. Um, That that was cool. I saw it on Twitter a little later. Tracy Chapman, man, see that that's our age right there. That (laughs) that's back. You know, we, we were listening to music coming up. That's I remember the first time I heard Luke Combs sing that. I was like. That that's not a country song. This is, this is, and I'm thinking, I'm like, that's Tracy Chapman. What, what what's going on here? I don't like this. I don't like him redoing this song. That's her song. Now, after seeing it on stage and seeing her blow up, you know, she was number one last night on the
5: uh, charts for downloads. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how it happens. That is so cool. It reminds everybody of what's out there. Yeah.
2: And so I was like, uh, I came around. You know, I went from you know, kind of didn't like what Luke Combs did to now I see. It's it's almost like paying homage to her, and she's getting some good royalties off of it, I'm sure. But now, people are downloading the original because of what happened last night, and then the atti- and she performed l- performed it live for the first time in years last night. So that was
5: cool. I, uh, so I came around on it. I was like okay, all right, I, I'm 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 all right with this now with Luke Combs. Well, while we're talking about Grammys, let's hear from Jay Z. Jay Z won the Global Icon Award last night, named for Dr. Dre and he has some interesting things to say.
3: Thank you, thank you very much. Um, I usually say this is a sippy cup for Blue, but well, Blue's grown up now, she doesn't take sippy cups, and she has her own Grammys. Um, first of all, um, thanks to Dr. Dre, He said in the house, he's somewhere up, there he is. Andre Young, thank you, sir. All the doors that you open, you know, showed us that we can be um, rock stars, seeing you on the Rolling Stone. Obviously there's Run DMC with the Leathers and the Aerosmith, but when you came out West, you took it to a whole new level, put us on covers, Rolling Stone, put us around the world. You and Snoop, all that y'all did, all the records y'all broke, so thank you for this. Honored, um, honored honor to accept it. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know? Some of you some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it robbed. <laughs> some of you don't belong in the category. Oh <laughs> right, no, 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 no. no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we gotta keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second. Just in life, as, I, as my daughter sits and stares at me, nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you gotta keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys, you gotta keep showing up until, you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman. Until they call you a genius. Until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me?
2: That was good. That was one of the, the highlights from last night. Tracy Chapman, of course, one of the other highlights. Taylor Swift uh, winning album of the year for album the fourth of the year.
5: time. Most in history. And, and that's what Jay-Z mentioned you know, midway through the speech. He called out the Grammys because he's like, Beyonce has won the most Grammys. Like, she she has history on her side for winning the most Grammys ever, but she's never won album of the year. Ah. That doesn't make sense, no. as he said. No, it doesn't. Uh, Twitter also blew up when uh, T-Swift announced her
2: uh, her new album will be dropping in uh, April. So my daughter got really <laughs> excited. Got really excited. Name of the album, it was something crazy, and even a, a picture of it, I guess the cover, what it's going to look like. So the Grammys
5: kind of took the spotlight last night. Something else that was interesting with the um, NHL All-Star Game, they had a performance by Tate McRae, who was one of their honorary captains. So they had four teams. Justin Bieber was one of them. So they had the, the Canada connections there. Mm-hmm. But Tate McRae performed, and there were a lot of comments on social media saying that her next album is coming out and that she's gonna. she had a better performance at the NHL All-Star Game then Usher will have at the Super Bowl. Somebody made a <laughs> comment. It's like, come on now. Uh, we like Tate McRae. She's new. You know, she's one of those new artists, up and coming. But she she lip sync. So how can you have a great performance when you lip sync? Mm-hmm. The uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, the out of bounds question of the day: How do you like to watch the Super Bowl?
2: You like to just sit at the house, you know? By your, not necessarily by yourself, but just stay at your house and watch the game so you're not distracted, you know, with all the stuff going on? Or do you like to go to somebody's house and have a party, a Super Bowl party? Or do you like to go to a bar or a restaurant? That's the uh, out-of-bounds question of the day. I think Super Bowl is meant to be with others, you know, watching the football game, like a watch party. So I'll be going to somebody's party. We'll be doing something like that. Um, but the only bad thing about a bar or restaurant is, It's the commercials. It's hard sometimes to hear the commercials if they don't have the audio cranked up
5: high enough. Well, if you're watching the Super Bowl with people, whether it's a party or at a bar or restaurant, you're probably going to miss quite a bit of, of a few things that go on. And uh, it's always a good idea to go back and watch it over yeah. again, yeah. And, and watch some of the parts that you miss.
2: Yeah, because you sometimes it, you know action stops. You get up, get food, get drinks, talking about the play that just happened, and you're like, oh wait, that's right, we got commercials to watch too. You got to pay attention to the commercials, so yeah, you do miss some of those. Oh, I do. Coming up in the second hour, we're going to talk about Mystic Dan. That's the horse that won the Southwest Stakes twenty points. Probably we'll be going to the Kentucky Derby. One of the owners of Mystic Dan will join us next, Lance Gasaway. Also coming up, we got Joe Klein talking some Razorback basketball. We'll take some more phone calls, hit the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Hour number two is
5: next. 103.7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway.
2: Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kavoda compact tractors. Rated number one in durability and owner experience. Designed for easy operation and feature performance matched attachments.